Welcome to Let's Be Perfectly Queer. A queer podcast creating space to talk about all things queer. My name is Archie. And I'm Katie. And we are your hosts. Questions of how you identify. Seeking answers to clarify. Whether you're queen or somewhere in between. Let's be perfectly queer. And we're back again for another week. Yes, this one's going to be a small talks Maybe. We're actually, no, we're actually bringing back... It's going to be a short topic. We're bringing back the small talks. I actually really like the small talks. I'm going to put a poll up to say that do you like the small talks as well? Mm-hmm. Like just having a little itty bitty bits? Because sometimes people like longer episodes. Yeah. I don't... Do you know what? There are some podcasts I listen to where the episodes are like an hour and a half. And like I enjoy it, but I've got to be in the right mood for it. I so, never enjoy ones that long. I'm very much a podcast fiend. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I also so what are we talking about today? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is going to get very long if I don't cut cut you off. Yeah. Uh, so the things that we're talking today, we want to talk a little bit about Fair Day. Correct. So Perth has Fair Day and we attended and it was amazing. Such we were like not even attending. We were in it. Yeah. And the other topic we want to talk about is the gay games. But first... News. Yeah, what's What's the news? Obviously, if you've been paying attention, you've listened to our last two episodes. One was part one of the detransitioning segment on Channel 7. And the other was the One Minute March for Children. Yes. So this kind of links in because in the episode One Minute March for Children, I said, I was scared that the same thing was going to happen here. You were. And it's almost like we should have a do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. I can put it in. Would you like me to put it in? Uh, quite like me. Okay. <laughs> we'll just get, we'll leave you in instead. So, in news, Australian Senate rejected Senator Alex Antic's Childhood Gender Transition Prohibition Bill 2023, aimed at banning gender-affirming care for minors. The bill sought to prohibit hormone replacement therapy and penalise healthcare providers offering gender-affirming services to those under 18. So, following the rest of the world, which I did say we, we like to follow the footsteps of the rest of the world. The Senate vote on November 16th resulted in 32 senators against the ban and 23 for it, which is not that big of a difference, really. No, it's it's not as much as I would like. No. And also, I mean, like we said, and I had really hoped that it wouldn't get to this stage in Australia, that right. I thought that we were further forward. And but this shows we're not. Oh, it makes me really worried. Yeah, and that's why I said, like, I'd, it'd be naive of me not to think that it could happen here. But LGBTQIA advocacy groups and medical experts welcomed the rejection, citing the necessity of essential health services for trans youth. Equality Australia's legal director called the bill an unprecedented attack on trans youth rights, emphasising the trauma and irreversible harm it could cause. The fact that there are that 23 people within the Senate thought that this was a bill that had to be passed that was anti... Like, it's an anti-trans bill. Like, there's no way about it. Oh, 100%. It's saying that people shouldn't have access to the appropriate care for gender-conforming surgeries or just, like, gender-conforming care. Just in, in, you know, hormone replacement therapy, all that kind of stuff. Even just, you know, the care that they need, like mental health. Like, you know? And so what's quite interesting is I did mention, like, I'm scared of what's going to happen and it would be naive of me not to think it's going to happen here. But yeah. obviously, we are lucky that it didn't pass. But 32 to 23 is not a big enough gap for me. And it just shows the impact that something like the episode that we spoke about last week, and we're going to continue again with part two next week, the impact that it has with the misinformation. Because if people don't know, they're going to side with this 
segment claiming to be informative resource when it's really not. It's just an opinion piece that's very biased. And so this is just shows you things could happen here. Yeah. And I think the only way that you can really combat these kind of things yeah. is having the education out there, which is what a lot of people are trying to do. There are a lot of, I was about to say societies, but it's not the way, right word, but there's a lot of people out there that- There are a lot of advocacy groups? Yeah, a lot of advocacy groups. Perfect. Thank you. You're welcome. Who are out there who are trying to put forward and be like, we are all human. Everyone deserves rights. And I think the more trans people in the spotlight, the more people can actually relate and realize that trans people are just people. Like it's not something to be scared about. There doesn't have to be the fear mongering that's happened in America that seems to be slowly creeping around the world. And that's all it is. It's fear mongering. I don't know why. Like it just baffles me in that way. But we just need more trans representation out there. And I think that is happening which is good, but I don't ever like the media behind it. No. Which is, I mean, what our detransitioning unpacking is all about. Yeah, and you can continue that next week. But yeah, it's it's frustrating. You know, reading that and seeing that, I was like, you're joking, that they try to pass that in the Senate. Yeah, watch this space because this could just be the start of it. We don't know. So, And just to get this news during Pride Month in Perth, you know, just to put another dampener on it. It's Yeah, so it is currently Pride Month in, in WA. So we've been to Fair Day. We're going to speak more about that. And we also went to the Laugh... The Laugh Resort. The Laugh Resort at the Shoe Bar. Yeah, we had a fun time. So if you ever get a chance, the Laugh Resort, which has been around, I think it's been about 32 years that it's been around. Wow, it's been around that long. Yeah. I was talking to um, one of the lovely organizers Mm -hmm. about it who invited us to come down. Thank you. Who are really lovely. And we went down there and they were saying that even though it's been around for 32 years, it's only been in the last five years that they've actually had a queer night, like one night for queer comedians. And it's really been evolving and it's great to see that representation. And I had a great time. There were were people who were trans, there were people who were ace, there were people who were bisexual, there were people who were gay. And the crowd that turned out was like really awesome as yeah. well. It was a great vibe. It was a great vibe. It was a great time. It was yeah. a great time had by all. So, no, it's good. Yeah, it was really good. We got wasn't heckled it? a bit, but <laughs> <laughs> we just sat in the wrong seats. Uh, I don't know. I think <laughs> it's one of those things that like I never really like sitting at the front. Yeah. And uh, halfway through it, we ended up sitting through the front because the people in front of us left and we're like, oh, okay, like the comedian's telling us to sit forward. We'll do it. We'll do it. It was it's peer fine. pressure. It was like the whole crowd. We couldn't start until we moved. I know. It's so true. And I felt a bit awkward as well because then they said to move forward. And granted, at the moment, yeah. I've got a meniscus tear. So I tore my meniscus like two weeks ago now. Getting low at a wedding. Oh, <laughs> Dude, when you hit over 30, it's like, whoo, on the way down. You can't go to the window to the wall and down anymore. <laughs> it's true, literally. I know. What a great vibe. Yeah, so I tore meniscus and then like they were like, oh, yeah, move to the front chairs. I was like, dude, I'm so – I can't move at the moment. Right. I like hobbled forward. Yeah, but we, we yeah, but it's a, good, it's a good night and comedians are great and it's just a vibe. And it's, it's oh. I like that they're bringing that uh, – because I, I haven't heard of it before. And so, yeah, yeah. it was good. It yeah. was awesome, honestly. I think they have at least a queer night once a year. I know that yeah. definitely. But honestly, get on the Laugh Resort page they've got nights all the time and do it um there's a lot of it being pride month there are a lot of queer comedians out there at the moment that i think they were saying that they've got next couple of weeks coming up but yeah so get on it uh, check out the laugh resort and see some uh, good wa local queer acts yeah totally yeah. And the other thing we want to talk about is Fair Day. Fair Day. Oh, so great. Fair Day. So I think we talked a little bit about the last episode that we were mm-hmm. going to be at Fair Day. And we were. <laughs> we were. We were at Fair Day. 
So we had our own little stall. It was a Let's Be Perfectly Queer podcast stall. It was great. Yeah. Oh, oh you, there's a sign. Should have yeah. put it at the back. That's right. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. And it was we, good fun. We met a lot of individuals. We got to speak to so many different people, which was really yeah. fun. And also meet a lot of like the different uh, stalls that were around yeah. and other different podcasts. And all the, and just the, the different people who are involved in the queer community in Perth, which yeah. is really, really awesome. And, and just and finally meeting the other hosts of the queer podcast in Perth as well. So that I was know. finally good to meet. It was nice to meet everyone. Yeah. Um, and it, there was just this honestly so much support and so much yeah. love. And oh, it, it honestly filled my cup up. Yeah. Like it was great. So we met the host from Queer Stories on the Swan. We met yep. the host from Queer Perth. Yeah. We saw hosts or the people from owners who owned out in Perth. Yeah. We met some people from Pride WA, which yes. was really cool. We met some people from Albany Pride and Bustledon Pride too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We were, we were trying to see if we could make it happen getting down for this weekend, but <laughs> no. Dude, a torn meniscus. Yeah. It just wasn't going to happen, unfortunately. Yeah. So hopefully next year we can get down there. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. No, but it was a vibe. And I'd love to. Yeah. That would be such a great idea to get down And then down also there. try to get to the Goldfields Pride as well in Kalgoorlie. Yeah. I think that was the weekend before. Don't know. Are we too old to do five weekends in a row? We'll, <laughs> That's we'll, we'll see. Knows. We'll see. But, but they're yeah, all so good. beautiful. I yeah. really love chatting to everybody and everybody who came and like supported us and bought some of our merch and bought some of our like crafty people stuff. People bought our merch. I am so happy that yeah. people actually bought our jumpers and our t-shirts and our tote bags and it really it made our day that people actually walked away with our merch. I know. And like I said, in the past, we were quite crafty. So like Archie yeah. had done some of his whistling yep. and I'd made some booby magnets. Which the boobies I was really, were very popular. Oh, they were. I loved them. And it was just so much fun. It was so much fun. It was great fun. And then loved it. also I really appreciate the person who came and found us. Then they were while they walk around, they're listening to our podcast. Oh, I know. And then they came back and told us that we're doing a great job. And it really it brightened our day and it made me feel all warm and fuzzy and Think Katie was getting some food at that time, so she wasn't there to, to get the message. But so lovely, oh, and like I wasn't people, expecting it. <laughs> I know, and the people who have come and listened and have commented, and oh, there's I think there was Trudy who, yeah, and now she's Team Katie, so you've got someone else on your team. <sighs> Far out, Trudy, if you're listening, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, and so even if them guys, if you comment on stuff and maybe we don't comment back, or if we can't, because I think on Spotify, Spotify doesn't you can't comment actually back. comment back We did us, see it. But we see everything, and <laughs> honestly, it does mean the world to us. So yeah. if you are wanting to like put a comment on th- something or send us a message, do, because like, it literally makes our day. Yeah. So what is Fair Day, though? For those who don't know who's listening from around the world, what is Fair yeah, Day? Yeah, so true. And if you ever want to come to Perth in November, go to Fair Day. I mean, for a second, I was just like, <laughs> how to just describe yeah. it? I'm like, it's set on this giant park in which you have all of these stalls that are all committed to pride and they're all committed to LGBTQIA plus community. And it has both a combination of businesses as well as support services. And then, of course, it has like other fun things that got like food trucks and carnival rides and a lot of different things. So it has a great combination of people that you can meet. There were even like the Scorpions or queer sporting groups that were down there. Yeah. And everyone's got a stall, so you can actually either buy stuff, do things. Or find out about other queer groups around Perth. So, yeah, there was a lot of the different sports. So, yeah, there was like so Spectre, there was Scorpions, there was also Pride FC. Yeah, there's a lot of different organisations around it and really cool. And there was even like a, a queer art space as well, which I is amazing. I was just about to say that. Yeah. yeah, the queer art space was so cool. One of the organisers actually came and had a chat to us. And they had done the rainbow entrance. And as you walked through, it was so cool because it was this archway. 
and it had these rainbow ribbons coming down with little bells and each rainbow ribbon had a message on it. Oh, it had a message? I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, I just I thought it was bells. Unfortunately, it was at the end of the day when we yeah. actually got to go have a look in. And it was really cool because then you had this like tented space where you could go see queer artists. It was really cool. There was like some paintings, some sculptures. There's one person who had done a Lego painting of uh, Freddie Mercury, which was was so so cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of really cool stuff in there as well. So there's literally something for everybody. And everybody who came down, there was such an eclectic group of people Mm -hmm. who are part of the queer community. There were even like just people with their friends and families. There were some young kids. There was a lot of kids. Yeah, there's a lot more kids than I've seen at Fair Day before, which is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And it even it even rained for like half of the day, which is very unusual for Perth if you ever come to Perth. Yeah, she's usually stinking hot. She's usually stinking hot. But it rained for part of the day and it actually didn't dampen people coming no. down because there were still people wandering around, huddling in our stall for a little while, <laughs> which was great. We got to have chats to a lot of people. Yeah, it was great. So yeah. Fair Day, amazing. Yeah, and also this year they had that little disability space. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah, so that safe space. What did they call it? They call? I can't remember what it was called off the top of my head. It's a beautiful vibe. I, it's a safe place just to be around people who are queer and allies and, yeah, just to support local businesses and just to hang out. And there was also uh, musicians on and there was like a bar for those who do like to drink. And uh, they had the puppy, the, one of their favorite things, there's their oh, little yes. puppy um, parade. Yeah, so. yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah. And the other thing is, is that if you're a professional who deals a lot with queer people, there was a lot of different referral services down there yes. that you can, uh, that would be quite useful for in a professional status. So like from a healthcare provider, there were things about mental health, there were things about different disabilities. It's great to see all these services out there because I know a lot of the time if you either are new to a profession or if you happen to be a consumer, sometimes you're not really sure where to start or when things are out there. So it was really nice to see that disability supportive space as well. Yeah. thought that was freaking brilliant. Uh, Yeah, it was a vibe and hopefully we'll get the chance to come back next year and uh, bigger and better or maybe just... Hopefully. We're at it. Yeah, we know, we know what we're doing yeah. now. It's a long day, but it's a great day. And yeah. it's a lot of fun. So there, that was fair day. It's very true. And gay games, tell me about it. Because do you know what? I had no idea about gay games. I had no. never heard about it before Yeah, until you mentioned it yeah, like so I think, a week uh, ago, two weeks ago. No, it wasn't even. I think it was like four days. I was, We were laying in bed <laughs> and I was like, we need to do the gay games. And Katie's like, yes. Okay. I'm like, cool. I was like, because we're, re- we're representing Australia. <laughs> And I was just like, uh, what? What do you mean represent Australia? Yeah. I mean, it, I used to be sporty when I was younger, but um, not so yeah. much anymore. There's like, they do a lot of different games. And I think I saw um, Soccer Sevens. I was like, we could do Soccer Sevens. <laughs> anyway, let me tell you about gay <laughs> games and we'll continue this conversation. So either way, so the gay games is a competition for LGBTQ plus athletes from all over the world. Basically, it was first founded in 1982 by a group that included Olympic decathlete, decathlete, Olympic decathlete, Dr. Tom Waddle, as well as Ricky Streicher, owner of the iconic lesbian bar Amelia's, patterned after the Olympic Games and held every four years in a different city. So the Gay Games are a sporting and cultural event dedicated to the LGBTQIA plus community. It's similar to the Olympics, the Gay Games features a wide range of athletic competitions, cultural events and celebrations aiming to promote inclusion, diversity and participation regardless of sexual orientation, gender identity or skill level. So everybody is welcome. It's a significant platform for fostering unity, breaking down barriers and celebrating LGBTQIA plus athleticism and culture. 
Which I think is great because I'd literally never heard about it. And when you said the gay games, I was just yes. like, what do you mean? Like the teacher's games? Is this something that's just in WA? Yeah. And then the fact that it's been all around the world. So the first games were in San Francisco and then you had Vancouver, New York. Then I went to Amsterdam, Sydney, Chicago, Cologne, Cleveland. Cleveland, Akron, which I don't know what Akron is. I'm no, sorry. I've never been there. Paris. And the first time co-hosted two cities in the different continents, which was Guadalajara and Hong Kong. And the next one is going to be in Valencia, Spain. I know. So, guys, plan. <laughs> Here's our plan. Here's our plan. What we're going to do, I don't know why I'm getting really enthusiastic about <laughs> this because I'm actually really scared. Because <laughs> currently I've got a meniscus tear. I've got dodgy ankles, but if I can do it, you can do it. So, yes. basically. We want to get a team together. We want to get a team together. We're thinking. Or several teams. Or several teams. Join us <laughs> of world domination. Of, let's be perfectly queer. Gay games. Gay games. Yeah. So we want to get a soccer team together mm-hmm. and basically go across the gay games. Yeah. The great thing is, like you said, is that you don't have to be queer. It absorbs all ethnicities, genders, sexualities, everything. It involves everybody. So we are all inclusive. So if you... And I think it's pretty much, yeah, so that all sports are like, um, all genders can play, which I think is amazing. I think that's how it should be. Right. I think we're setting precedences for the rest of the yeah. world and seeing as it's patterned on the Olympics, maybe the Olympics can understand that there are some things that it needs to absorb from us. That's true. And there's also like, so there's a lot of different sports. That, so the one we're looking at is either soccer or badminton or something like that. Or uh, we, we've got someone who can play badminton really, really, really good. So maybe he'll just carry the team. Yeah, um, also, I think so. golf is one of the sports as well. And I think there's like ping pong and running. There's someone from Perth, Perth Frontrunners won like two gold medals. So How amazing freaking is that? cool. I love this. Right? I think it's so brilliant. I don't know why we've been sleeping on it. I'm sure <laughs> it's been out in the world. But you know how like I sometimes if you just don't, if you're not connected in the right spaces, you don't get told about stuff or you aren't aware of things because it's not in your circle. That's what I think this is. Yes. Guys, let's get onto it. Let's get a team together. Oh, my gosh. We'll fundraise. We'll go over to Spain in 2026. 2026, guys. And then they're looking for the next city to host after that. So I'm just calling out Pride WA Perth. Come on, let's do it. <laughs> for uh, 20, 2030. <laughs> so, yeah. So Pride WA, let's get on it. And um, that'd be fun. It would be really fun. I would love it. We can be official uh, announcers if you like. <laughs> yeah. If announcing is getting me out of being a sporting person, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that's uh, something to, to look forward to and... We're not joking. We're really going to try to get to the Valencia Games in Spain in uh, three years' time, which I'm assuming because we must have lost a year for COVID mm. that they've brought it, it for 2023 and then 2026 because that's not four years. It's like three years, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, because then the following year is four years. Yeah. But, hey, I'm all for it. I want to go while I still can run. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's a really good idea. I also love the fact, like, you get medals and everything. Yeah. Like, like, it was full, so full cool. ceremony thing. And then there's also celebration and events. It's not just about sport. No. So they do have different events and celebrations as well. And I think we could do a really, really good one over here and it'd be fun. I think so. Where would we hold it? Because it's already been in Sydney. So it'd be in Perth. Bring like it to Perth. Literally in Perth. Whoa. I love we, that. Melbourne can't do it because, you know, they couldn't even do the Commonwealth Games. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, well. <laughs> well. This is much smaller. Maybe they could do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do it for the gays. Yeah. So that's our aim. We want to go over to that. And then, yeah, we just wanted to fill you in while we're still on Pride Month, do a nice, quick, small talk and let you know how we're going, and then back with part two of... Yeah, this is a quick interlude, because I know it, the previous topic was really... Intense. And I think that it's nice to have a little bit of a 
palate cleanser yes. in between. We're just like the coffee in between smelling perfumes. That's true. That was our episode. We spoke about things like Fair Day, Laugh Resort, and Gay Games. You're nice such a quick. teacher. You're so funny. No, it's literally they say that you should always wrap up your episodes. I know. I'm trying to be a good podcaster. I know. I love you. I'm trying to be a good podcaster. I've listened to a lot of How To 101s oh, no. to do a podcast. Yeah. You should always wrap it up. I know. It's true. Yeah. You should. But it just sounds like so much of a teacher thing that I really... Every time you do it, I'm just like, oh, honey... You're so cute. Maybe you should do it next time. No. <laughs> no, you do it so well. You do it so well. Don't even. Anyway, I hope you liked our quick small talk and it's back. Do you want us to keep doing small talk? Yeah. Would you like us to pop in every now and then and just uh, hear our voices? Exactly. I'll do a poll. Yeah, let's do I'll a poll. I'll pop a poll up there. Yeah. And tell us what you think. And then I might do it. Li- do you know what? I love doing polls. <laughs> Anyway. Such a weird thing for someone to say. No, I love doing polls. I love Instagram polls because it's yeah. like the anonymity behind it and not having to like put your name to anything. That's true. Whenever there's a slider or being like, do you choose this? Issue? I'm like, fuck yes. You're like, I'm all for that. I'm anonymous, bitches. Like, it's just so great. <laughs> anyway, like, thanks for listening to us again. Yes. And if you like this episode, don't forget to rate, review and subscribe on all the platforms that let you subscribe and do that kind of thing absolutely follow us do all those kind of stuff yeah and on our buzzsprout now it lets you it links you to our uh, socials which is cool yeah it's very cool very cool indeedy well until next time i hope that we have been perfectly queer